welcome to the Align and Grind podcast. I'm Alyssa Davenport, real estate expert, founder of Alyssa Davenport Fitness, WBFF Pro Bikini Competitor, and entrepreneur on the continuous journey to fulfillment in businesses, relationships, spirituality, and life. Each week, I'll bring you a thought or a guest or a skill that will motivate you to level up in all areas of your life. It's time to trust your intuition, step into your power, show up as your highest self, and become the person you were created to be by taking bold, imperfect action. Get ready to align and grind. is up everybody and welcome to episode 21 of the Align and Grind podcast. I am so excited to be here with you all today and today's episode is very near and dear to my heart. So just know that I am not talking at you. I'm actually talking with you and I'm also talking to myself because this is something that I have recently gone through and today's episode is all about self-sabotage. But before we get into that, I wanted to give you all a little life and breathing update. My breathing is still a big struggle for me right now, but I am not going to stop coming on here and recording this podcast and doing what I love. But if you hear me taking awkward pauses or big deep breaths, just know that I am still dealing with that. So thank you for your patience. I got an inhaler yesterday and I'm being referred to a lung specialist. So I'm one step closer to getting answers, and I'm just super blessed to have health and abundance in all other areas of my life. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to everyone who has reached out to me. Thank you for tagging me in your stories. Thank you for leaving reviews, and just thank you all so much for your encouragement as I deal with this, and we're going to show up anyways, and we're going to get it done. But today's chat is all about self-sabotage, and I'm going to dive into what self-sabotage is when it shows up in our lives, how to recognize where it is showing up, and what we can do to stop it. Now, today's episode is inspired by Terry Savelle Foy. And if you don't know who she is, you should look her up. She runs a female ministry, and she is just absolutely amazing. I've really been absorbing her content a lot lately. So this is recycled content from her with my own spin on it. But yeah, look her up, Terry Savelle Foy. She is amazing. And this YouTube video she did on self-sabotage really, really helped me. So I kind of put my own spin on it, and I want to share it with you all today. By the end of today's episode, I hope you can all identify at least one way that you may be self-sabotaging your own progress toward your dreams or simply in the daily routines of your life, right? Sometimes self-sabotage isn't always super obvious. And so if we can learn to just check ourselves and be aware of where it might be showing up, that's the first step. So by the end of today, I want you to have at least one strategy to implement today to get back on track because we are all about the actionable steps over here. So what are some things that make us self-sabotage? Here are a few, but there are many, many more. Starting something new or outside of your comfort zone. Not liking where you currently are in life, so you try to numb out. Maybe you get stressed or anxious, so you begin to relive the past or worry about the future. Self-sabotage basically gives us an excuse to stay small 
because we have XYZ problem, insert whatever problem you want to create there, that we have to focus on instead of the big, scary dreams, visions, and goals that have been placed on our heart. So basically, we create our own problems to distract us. For example, um, if there's like a closet in your house that you've needed to organize for a long time and you've put it off for a long time and now you've accepted a new career and now you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get this closet fully organized before I can start my new career. Like I can't focus on anything else. That is a form of self-sabotage because you are creating your own drama or your own narrative so that you don't have to show up for new big scary things. So I hope that makes sense. Basically, we create our own dramas or our own narratives so that life can't give us one. Here is how I know that self-sabotage has recently shown up in my life, and maybe you will be able to relate to some of these, or maybe you will realize your own patterns. So here we go. Being vulnerable over here, like always, um, I have taken on a lot of new things that are outside of my comfort zone recently. So I've joined a new real estate team, and this team I have joined has a totally new way of doing business than what I'm used to. A lot of online things, a lot of technology, a lot of lead generation and things like that, and I love it, but it can always feel so intimidating when you start something new and you are in the learning phase. And so for me, you know, self-sabotage has shown up in ways that like of self-doubt and fear and anxiety around new things and creating stories in my head about will this work or am I good enough to do this or things like that. And of course I am. That is all nonsense, but I'm just giving you an example. I have also chosen my next fitness competition. Ah! And I'm also in the process of creating my upcoming annual Fit for Fall fitness challenges. And I began to fall into a pattern of self-sabotaging again with food and night eating and binging on sweets and maybe having too many cocktails. And I had to catch myself quick because both of these tasks require me to show up in big, scary ways to be in photos and videos and putting myself out there on social media and marketing myself. And guess what? If I feel like crap because I drink too much or I ate too much or I ate too many sweets, that's an excuse to not show up for these things. So you might not have that exact issue, but you get what I'm saying. Maybe you are preventing yourself from showing up in one way, shape or form. I have a completely new agenda now with my work schedule and I have brand new goals and a brand new social media content schedule that requires me to show up bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to go. And my self sabotager inside of me loves to pull me into old patterns and habits that allow me to have excuses for not showing up as my highest self. So for me in the past, it has been night eating so that I feel gross the next day and I want to sleep in or having too much fun on the weekends and needing time to recover so that I can't show up for my dreams, or simply just engaging in those thoughts of self-doubt when fear and anxiety creep up. So of course we all have good days, but then we also all have days where self-sabotage does show up and because we are human and our minds are wired to replay the past or worry about the future, you know, it is normal for self-sabotage to show up, but if we can be aware of it, awareness is step one, and we can begin to recognize when we engage in these hardwired brain patterns and recognize them for what they really are, we can begin redirecting our minds as many times as we need to throughout the day and finally break free from these fake chains that hold us back. They are fake 
know that you are normal, you are human, and we are going to address this together. So let's dive into seven signs that we are self-sabotaging so that we, we can begin to face this nonsense head on. So the first sign that you may be self-sabotaging is insufficient education or not taking steps to better yourself. So when you stop learning, you stop growing. And if you're not growing, you are dying. This is why personal development and reading and seminars and investing in yourself are so important. So if you have found yourself like you maybe you have stopped reading or you have stopped listening to podcasts or you've stopped trying to learn and better yourself, that is a form of self-sabotage. Remember, as your thinking expands, your life expands. So one book at a time, one page at a time, one podcast at a time. Make sure that you are making the effort to become better and more educated. And remember to not just absorb new knowledge, but also apply it. Number two is lack of a well-defined goal. So remember, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. So I want to ask you, are your dreams and goals actually in writing? Do you have a vision board? Today, I want you to write down at least, you can pause this podcast right now, write down at least five goals for yourself. And there, there is a ton of resources to help you with goal writing. And maybe I'll do a podcast on this one day if I haven't already. I'm pretty sure I have. But you need to have goals written down. It is not enough to just have them in your mind. Lack Number three is lack of ambition to aim above mediocrity. Lack of ambition to aim above mediocrity. So what I mean by this is average is as close to the bottom as it is to the top. So I want to ask you, are you too comfortable? How can you stretch for greatness just a little bit more, you guys? Deep down, if you are not stretching yourself, you can feel yourself dying a little bit on the inside. Or maybe you feel that your life is insignificant. And I have felt this way before. Like, it doesn't matter if I show up or not. Nobody notices. But that's not true. I'm here to tell you today that that is not true. And it does not have to be this way. We are designed to be constantly evolving and growing and to constantly be challenged. So don't be average and your life won't be average. You guys do a little bit more than what's expected of you, even if nobody notices and your life will begin to reflect these efforts. I promise you. So here's an example. I have been doing my fitness challenges for two years now. I have been doing the podcast now for, you know, six months maybe, and I've been showing up on social media. And oh my gosh, I still am like, I hardly got any saves or any shares or any likes. And, you know, nobody commented on XYZ that I did. And I was trying to provide value. And oh my gosh, do I get in my own head about it. But slowly, and I mean slowly, I am starting to gain traction. I'm getting messages from people thanking me, telling me how much I encourage them. Yesterday, I was at the gym and a gentleman came up to me and asked me to be his realtor because he knew me from social media. And oh my gosh, that has never, ever happened for me. And so even when it feels like nobody is watching or it feels like your efforts are not being noticed, you have to do it for you and you have to do it for God. And you're going to have to fail in the beginning and you're going to have to suck. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you do. You have to just start showing up to get good. You can't have your hundredth time without having your first time. And so let your efforts compound and just show up because I promise people are noticing and people are watching. And if they don't now, they will be. 
So just, just do it, you guys. So can you wake up earlier? Can you watch less TV? Can you work out one extra day per week? Can you meal prep every week or order meal prep or get some help? Can you have a self-care day? Can you help someone in need? These things all add up. And again, I'm talking to myself right now because I love to get home and watch two hours of Netflix. And now I'm like, okay, I need to get home and watch one hour of Netflix. Compromise, right? And then I also stretch and do foam rolling while I watch my Netflix show. And so I'm two birds with one stone type of thing there. <laughs> Number four is maybe you are being indifferent to your life and circumstances, or you are being okay with having less. Maybe you have begun to accept struggle and poverty or a low paying job or an out of shape body, no money in your savings account, or maybe you are just nonchalant about your life in general right now. And I have gone through phases like this where I just feel numb, right? I'm just like, meh, I'm just indifferent to everything. Like, I don't care. And if you allow yourself to settle for less, nobody will stop you. Nobody is coming to save you except for you. And I'm here to tell you today, I have chills all over my arms right now saying this because I never believed this for myself like I do now. And I want you to believe this for yourself. God has great big things in store for you. <laughs> For you and he wants you to dream big but you have to want it and believe it for yourself god wants you to dream big if it seems if your dreams don't seem kind of silly to you they're probably not big enough like when i say i want thousands and hundreds of thousands of adf babes and i want to have an athletic line and i want to run you know female empowerment events and i want to have a massive team of realtors under me selling luxury real estate all of these things those seem a little silly right now. I'm not going to lie. Compared to where I am right now, I could easily talk myself out of those things. But those visions were given to me. And I have done so much work the past couple of years learning to believe that those were given to me for a reason. And anything that's been placed on your heart has been given to you for a reason too. Number five, excuse me, is worry. Are you always afraid to take a risk? Are you always second guessing yourself? Are you always scared to take action? Remember that worry only steals today's joy in the present moment. So when you worry about something, you manifest it or you put yourself through it multiple times. And that sucks. You don't need to do that to yourself. And I love this quote. The biggest mistake you can ever make in life is always fearing you'll make one. Ooh. That hit deep. <laughs> that hit so deep. The biggest mistake you can ever make in your life is always fearing you'll make one. Holy ish. When I read that, I was like, oh, snap. That got me. So remember that faith overcomes fear. Faith overcomes fear, you guys. So how can you build up your faith and trust in God and the universe that it's all happening for you? Are you spending that quiet time alone in the morning, even 30 minutes journaling and praying? Are you praying throughout your day? Are you journaling at night before you go to bed? Are you taking a 15 minute walk to take some deep breaths and, and affirm your trust that it's all working out for you? I don't know, whatever that is for you, just make sure that you are building your faith muscles because that's what's going to get you through the hard times. And first and foremost, that is the first thing that's going to get you through the hard times. Number six is lack of persistence. So many people quit when they are so close to the gold. 
They're so close to the gold. And I really do believe that successful people are just resilient in their pursuits of what they want. And they get up faster when they get knocked down and they try again and again. And that is the separator. Here's some food for thought. You have to want it more than you don't want it. You have to want it more than you don't want it. Everything worthwhile is going to demand something from you. More energy, more money, more patience, more resources. And it is so natural, you guys, to want good things in life without the extra sacrifices, right? You want to lose the weight, but you don't want to get to the gym or eat better. You want the promotion, but you don't want to work overtime, right? And success comes when you reach a tipping point where you are sick of your own crap, right? And there comes a point where you have to desire your goals more than you dread the cost of reaching them. You have to desire your goals more than you dread the cost of reaching them. Whoa, I'm fired up. So rule number one is to take one more step. And rule number two is if you can't take another step, go back to rule one, which is take another step. So yeah. I'm rambling and I'm yelling, but that's how I feel about that. Okay, number seven is indecision. And I struggle with this bad. And I shouldn't say this because I'm getting better, but I do struggle with making decisions. And like, I feel like every decision sometimes is life or death. It's ridiculous. It's like, girl, just make the decision. And if it doesn't work, then you can make another decision. It's not the end of the world. But I want you to remember today that making no decision is still making a decision. It's like in the notebook, he's like, what do you want? What do you want? And it's like, what do you want for your life? You guys, where do you want to live? What do you want to wear? Where do you want to vacation? You know, make decisions that your future self will be proud of and start getting better at those small daily decisions. It sounds silly, but like what to eat, what to say yes and no to for your social life, what to wear that day, just get in the habit of being fast and making decisions. And I want you to jump all in and cut out alternative options today because sometimes a plan B can ruin our dreams because we are half in and half out on our decisions. So just because you say yes to one thing right now and you decide to go all in doesn't mean that later you can't pivot or make changes. But right now, wipe away all the other options and decide on something like freaking decide. And I'm talking to myself too right now. Alyssa, decide. Okay, so those are seven signs that you may be self-sabotaging. So now I want to ask you all, what is the trigger? What is something that happens that you notice that you fall into these patterns? What is going on in your life that makes you do these things? And how can you check in with yourself to make sure you aren't forming these habits of self-sabotage? You know, can you create a little checklist for yourself to make sure that you're hitting certain things in your life to make sure that you're not falling into that self-pity pit that we always talk about. How can you begin to replace these self-sabotaging behaviors with taking action and positivity and faith and trust and resilience to live your dream life and achieve your goals? You guys, I am cheering you on. Let's end these patterns together and show up as the strong badasses 
we were designed to be because we all were. And speaking of ending self-sabotage, you guys know I'm going to place a shameless ad right here because I'm so passionate about my challenges and what they can do for you. So if you are ready to start feeling and looking your best so you can show up as your most confident self in this world, enrollment for my Fit for Fall challenge is now open. It is a six-week challenge. It is a one-stop shop. Everything you need to get fit all hosted on the Alyssa Davenport Fitness app, and I would love to have you. We start October 11th, and it is a six-week challenge. If you are ready to get started sooner, I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching, so just head to alyssadavenportfitness.com, message me on Instagram. Um, I'm always in my DMs responding to you all, and if you ever have ideas for this podcast, I would love to hear them and come on here and talk about what you all want me to talk about. So let's slay some goals together. I hope you all have the best week. Bye. Thank you for listening in for another A&G episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here with me and also for taking the time for yourself. If you found this episode helpful, it would be so amazing if you shared it on your story and tagged us or send it on to someone who would benefit from listening. It would also mean the world if you left a review on the Apple Podcast app so we can reach and inspire more and more people. If you are vibing with this podcast and you want more, feel free to join our Instagram and Facebook communities by searching Align and Grind Podcast. Thanks again, guys. Bye.